0: Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh. And today, for episode 149, we are joined by a very special guest, Mr. Elijah Bailey. How you doing, man? I'm
1: good. Thank you. Very special. I haven't heard that like associated <laughs> with my
0: name in many years, but thank you. Yes. Oh, no problem, man. Well, you know, it was one of those. I've been on two of your shows, so, you know, I had to repay the favor. Yes, thank you. I yeah.
1: appreciate that. And those shows were hilarious. They wow. were fun. And, uh, yeah, I give people shit about them all the
0: time. See, yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Um, all right. So now, Elijah, tell our wonderful uh, listeners a little bit about yourself. This like, is... what, what, who is, let's deep dive now. <laughs> who is Elijah? Uh,
1: Capricorn with dark brown eyes, long flowing locks, literally. like yep, This flowing is Flowing black locks. Uh, and I'd like to think of myself as, uh, it's weird because I love animals, and I always like, I'm a hawk. I'm always in the sky searching for a new endeavor or something. Mm-hmm. So podcaster, martial artist, uh, former musician because I don't <laughs> practice anymore. I gave gave that up. Um, <clears throat> and then lover of games and nerd culture. That's basically
0: who I am in a nutshell.
1: And a fur father. I and have the three dogs. Yeah, yeah. That
0: pummel me. <laughs> um, and you say so we have we've got the one show, and then we've got unlocked. But then you have like seventeen and a half shows. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh okay, so let's see, where should we start? Black and Studios the Black Box is on hiatus. That was the, the first show that kind of launched everything. It used to be called The Show with No Name because we weren't creative enough to think of a name. <laughs> well uh, see, that's a good name, the show with no name. And then like after we changed, we're like, dude, we should have went back. And Richard's like, Ah, Hardy drew a black box and I was like, we're we're just sticking with it. <laughs> Uh, then, because we were getting more people coming to the studio and wanting to record, uh, Rich was like, dude, I know you want to do a podcast. You should host your own podcast and not just be like a co-host. Just take take control. And then uh, that pretty much spiraled into the Elijah Bailey Show, which a jack-of-all-trade show. We talk about all pop culture. Then a little bit of anime. It's just an anime-specific podcast. Uh, I did Hoya the Warrior Way for a long time. And that, that show is... I say hiatus, but I think we're finally done with that show. Oh. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure yet because I don't know what my co-host is doing, but that was more of getting to dive in my martial arts side, getting into kinesiology, and then also like mental health. We talked about I think the last couple of shows with depression, anxiety, how to relieve stress, how to manage time and be more efficient. Um, and what else? Uh, I just got brought on as a producer for uh, Candy Dinner, which is a uh, podcast out in... California with iffy waterway. Uh, I used to produce the Krillnet podcast, which was a Dragon Ball Z podcast. And I'm trying to think. I think there's I think that's it for now, but there are some other ones that are in the works. I know there's uh, one that we talked about before the yep. show that I have no idea what is titled, but I will be voicing Al Simmons, aka Spawn for a Spawn read through. So so that's that's that is the world. That's where five thousand came from. When I say it's Elijah like, five thousand, I have five like, thousand. five
0: thousand things. things that I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so you you've got a little bit of anime. You've got the Elijah Bailey show. Um, you sometimes mm. do the SPM.
1: Yeah, the Superpower Movie Podcast. Yeah. Forgot about that one because we're on hiatus. Because John Stone, my co-host, bought a house, so he's moving. But that's all comic book, uh, live action, animated films,
0: and then just a lot of bullshit between me and so. <laughs> <laughs> that's just basically it. Um, so, so why, like, what, what was so special about, you know, a little bit of anime, um, oh, and, like, SPM, and then, like, you know, all these other, like, what, what was so special about that? Why'd you, why, why'd you want to go and talk about those? That was, uh, a little bit anime
1: spurred. Monica came on, like, our 23rd or 26th podcast, and we wanted to have a voice actress on the show, mm-hmm. and kind of get in there, like, let's have some guests on the show, and then Monica's been doing this forever, we're both friends with Monica, let's get her take, because, We just get to hear the dubbing. We don't know any of the stuff behind the scenes. When she was on the show, I was like, you know what? You should have your own podcast. And then we named it a little bit of anime. And then, God, like maybe six months later, a little bit of anime became a thing because we both love anime. And I wanted to dive in and learn more on the voice acting side from Monica and then just like watch new anime. So I was like, dude, I'm getting to that place where, uh, what do I want to watch today? Cowboy Bebop again. What do I want to watch today? Try again again. What do I want to watch? you just watching the same things yeah, over and over. Yeah, so this is a way to force me to watch more anime and then dive into the world of the industry. So Because I know we talked to, I think our first guest was Marissa Lenti, who came on and got us on non Bach and some other anime. And I was like, dude, this is what the show should be about. So instead of let's just making it like two friends hanging out talking about anime, let's actually like collect more friends. Through, through this podcast, and now it's uh, we're broadcasting on Twitch, mm-hmm. and we're getting new friends, new followers that are talking to us constantly about, like, we're, we're having anime polls and battles every day. But the love for anime is what spurred that one. Uh, superpowered, Stone, I don't even know what that brought that up. I think I was just like, dude, we need to talk about comics. Like, I haven't been, the same thing, I haven't been reading that many comics. Mm-hmm. I just bought 250, give me about, give me a month. To go through these <laughs> comics, and then let's go ahead and break this down because I w- I think I was looking towards Richard's son Caden, like if I had a kid, what knowledge do I want to pass on to them? There's good stories and good good lessons, and sometimes it's just a stress relief to read comics. Same thing mm-hmm. with anime, same thing with video games. So the more knowledgeful I am, the more I can incorporate life lessons into. The things that I sometimes take for granted are things that are fun. And that's how I taught martial arts as well. Like if you like music, if you like sports, if you like um, Dora the Explorer, there's some way for me having knowledge about it. We can communicate this as something that can help you progress in martial arts and in life as well. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Uh, so let, let's kind of uh, let's bring you on the anime side since this is the animation station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bring you on that anime. So what what was your first anime like? What got you into anime? Uh, okay, the first first anime was Speed Racer. All right. What got me into anime was was it, have what, to was, be... was it the when you know they were driving next to each other and then like he'd knock the car <laughs> and then it would like fly off, but it would still be right next to them with the explosion, uh, even though it was
1: supposed to go like a hundred miles an hour. That's a close second. <laughs> it was the monkey in the trunk. That's God what got me because Michael Jackson had a monkey. They had a monkey. I was like, dude, this is perfect. But really. When I found out what anime was, is when Dragon Ball, like, Dr- Little Goku was on sci-fi mm-hmm. before it got on Toonami, or before I found it on Toonami. I remember
0: those, like, the, like what what did they call their sci-fi? I, it was something, it was something very clever, but they always had, like, good, like, different anime on. Yeah. Like, I, they had, uh, oh, god, I don't know. I'm trying to, try I'm to think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I was like, I know what it's called, but I, I, or, I, I know what it is, but I don't know what it's called. I don't even remember.
1: Like, I remember seeing uh, Goku fighting Yajirobe. That was the very first episode I saw in Dragon Ball. And then at that time, <clears throat> for whatever reason, they started all the way back at the beginning where he's on the mountain and he's, you know, kicking the wood and then he goes to get the fish and he's peeing in the water, in the in the lake. But the one between him and Yajirobe, I was like, this is weird. This kid looks like he's, because I was in martial arts, he's like, he's in shape and he's fighting this this bigger guy. This guy's going to be a brute. He had he was fast. He had reflexes. He had like Wolverine-type senses at the time. I was like, you know what? I want to I wanna watch this again. So I looked at the clock. I think it was like 4.30 or 4 4.00. o'clock. I was like, I'll just you come home tomorrow and see if it's on again. Started over, and I was like, dude, I, I got to get back to that episode. Maybe this is like the fourth episode. So I'll watch <laughs> four episodes, and I'll get back to him fighting this this beast guy. And then turns out, it's like towards the end of the series, and it just captured me. I was like, I never knew that there were shows or anime about martial arts. And I'm heavily into martial arts. So I got to get on this ride and I got to continue it and see where it takes me. Which has taken me all the way to Super and yeah. the Broly film.
0: Yeah. So, so little Dragon Ball first. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so when people ask and be like, you big fan of Dragon Ball Z, I was like, I like Dragon Ball mm-hmm. more than I like Dragon Ball Z. The humor is spot on. Yeah. Plus, it, I mean, my boy Yamcha. He's Yamcha like has he's so he's there, and potential. then and then he's just like not there. And even you see, they're like, let's just kill him. And you're like, oh okay, well bye. Yeah, friend. Man, it's like we killed Kroln last time. Tzu committed
1: suicide. Let's give Yamcha a turn. Let's he's gonna die from a hug. Uh, but before that, we saw him jump into a crowd of baseball players. Like it's it's, it's a lot of weird stuff they did with Yamcha. Yeah,
0: I don't know what they do with him. It's just the I don't know. He's like a punching bag, and it's and it's sad because I'm like, oh not. He had put, poor like, Yamcha. You got
1: if you have a character with scars on their face, they have to be badass. That's like a rule. And he was a bandit, but his downfall was girls. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. Yamcha he let me down. He did. Yeah. It hurts. But it hurts I will play inside. with him in any of the games. Just because that's disrespectful. Like everybody shits on Yamcha and then you get beat up by Yamcha. It's like, dude, this is this is horrible. It's like, well you should do something with your life then. Probably practices Yamcha in <laughs> the <tn. laughs> end.
0: Oh god! It's, well, see, it sucks that he was he wasn't included in Super. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just like, man, he's like one of the strongest humans, though. It was, uh, yeah. That's Plus, all I'm he has the cool. He has like the coolest attack ever: freaking wolf fang Fist. I mean, yeah. that's like
1: catches people off guard. Yeah, they're like, wait, what nasty was that? scratches, and then it's just like you embody. I think he was the only one besides Master Roshi. Like, Tien and Chiaotu came from the, the crane hermit, so they did their crane stance. But Master Roshi, uh, when he was fighting King Piccolo, embodied some animals as well, and they kind of showed the silhouette of them. But Yamcho was one that stuck with that the entire time. Tien and Chiaotu went on. They, you know, Tien got a big chest and a big back and just started punching people hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiaotu again killed himself Kill on people. Himself. And Yamcha's like, yeah, I'm gonna use a wolf fang fist again, even when his, his spirit ball attack. You could see like some of those same movements and that 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 captures me because of Kung Fu in its essence. But yeah, they they, they let him down. They let Piccolo down too.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Sad. Mm. Um so what what else what else besides like a uh, Dragon Ball? Like what, what was another one that like really stuck with you? Uh another one that really stuck with me that was uh, <laughs> early in the day
1: with Samurai Pizza Cats. Dude. That was always funny.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh, Samurai Pizza Cats.
1: Because you turn to the Hanna Barbera and you'd be watching SWAT Cats. Um, but, you know, Gun, Cowboy Bebop, You Hawker Show, anything at that time that was. I I used to watch Westerns with my mom, so mm-hmm. I love Westerns. So Trigun hit the spot, especially Gunplay. But then you get into You Hawker Show, which is. More martial arts, but it's got a paranormal, supernatural yeah. aspect to it that intrigued me as well. Because like, who's going to be stronger? And, and he's like, Kuar is just this goof, and then he becomes like a really, really main character. Uh, same thing with he and Karama getting turned from bad guys to good guys. That kind of captured. But then Gundam Wing, there's Adam something Wing about there's something about being in like a big robot and just like, like, you know, people are dying. But it's just the aspect. You're in a robot. It's just it's cool. It's something that you always wanted because you played with those same toys. You had trans- mm-hmm. I had Transformers years before. So that one that one got me. And they always played Gundam Wing, Endless Waltz, all the time, in the day, at night. So it just cycled through, and that one stuck as well. Those were the two. I think Dragon Ball Z and then Gundam Wing were
0: staples for Toonami. Yeah, um, like they were definitely the big the big launchers.
1: And then I think after that. Roni Kenshin was on during the day. Mm-hmm.
0: There was always a Tenchi <clears throat> on. There was Tenshi. always Tinchi. There was like Tinchi for like Tenshi three Boyo, years. You Toko, always had yeah. a tenchi. Um And then at night, you always had Inuyasha. You had yep. Inuyasha for like seven years straight. Yeah, like gonna... every night between like 11 and midnight. And then they oh, yeah. midnight and once. Like you always had Tenchi Moyo. Inuyasha. I mean uh, Inuyasha.
1: Inuyasha has like 25 seasons. Yep. There's so many movies, so many seasons, so many arcs. So... And it was, it was, I never got bored of any,
0: right? It's like, I I don't know how many times I rewatched that series over and over and over. So Mm. I can tell you exactly where they're going. Like, oh, this, this episode. Oh, well that means, you know, in like four episodes, they're going to meet Koga of the Wolf Demon Tribe. Mm. And then, you know, after that, then you're going to meet, yeah. And it's just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is where Kagura of the Wind dies and Shomaru cries. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So. that was sad that was sad like when kagura went i was like oh man!" like i don't know and she just wanted to be with uh Mm -hmm. shishomaru that last time i was like oh no and it was it was um
1: it's just so telling that show because i wanted to learn jab like learn learn japanese so we talked to wakana down at tamashi and she said you know and we had her on before she said the way that she learned is listening to american songs and watching tv and so I had, you know, Japanese 101 and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. And I was like, well, what shows do I know by heart that I'm going to go back and take the subs off and just listen? is one of them. Uh, and Veroni Kenshin. And then I was like, I can't do Dragon Ball because I've done that too many times. So Cowboy Bebop, those three are my Japanese learning uh, series. But they're just so compelling. Like Kagome and Inuyasha's story, her reluctancy to push her feelings on him and then like kind of taking a side step to that and saying i just want to be strong in this world i just want to help and the inuyasha learning that his human side is what dictates more what he does more so than the demon side even though his ultimate goal is to be fully demon just so mm-hmm. he can be accepted it's phenomenal i like the story i love the drive i love the characters and, and koga's just funny as hell that rivalry between him and inuyasha
0: it's like the most one-sided rivalry ever, cause It is. it's just like, yeah, I'm here and I'm gonna run really fast with my tornado legs. But
1: I mean, it, she looked into his eyes when he was carrying her. She like looked up at him like, he's kind of cute. He's kind. I ride on Inuyasha's Eni- yeah. back, but he carries me. So, and then yes, because like,
0: then it's like it's like piggyback or princess style. You know, it's like, there we go. Yeah, which one? I'm a,
1: I'm a piggyback kind of guy. <laughs> I ask my wife to piggyback me all the time. She says no, and I mean, it hurts for a while, but I get over it,
0: but I keep trying. One day. One day. Never give up, never surrender. I mean, that's mm. like, the quote of quotes right nice there is like, quote. always, always. Was it galaxy Quest? Yep. Yes. Uh, that, may or may not, that may or may not have been my senior quote. <laughs> mm. So, just because I was like, I'll put it in there, no one will get it.
1: Dude, I don't know what my senior co- quote was. I don't think I had one. I think I was like the guy that's like, ah, I don't want to quote. I don't even want to go to graduation. Just let me know I've graduated so I can
0: get out of here. Well, we only had nine people in our graduating class, so we kind of had to go. Jeez. And they were very much like, what are you doing? What song are you playing? What are you wearing? Like, you got to th- <clears throat> do this. You got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. Dang. That, that is, is not fun. How, how many people were in your school? 72 in the high school. Ooh. And that included sixth and up. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I
1: wish I wish we kind of switched a little bit because my school we had a lot of people. I think four hundred sixty something, four hundred eighty something graduating class. I don't even know how many in the school. But I went to Edmond Santa Fe. So I know, I just... yeah,
0: I went to little bitty Liberty Academy. Ah, oh, Liberty. Yeah, yeah, little little bitty small school. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh no, it was fine. Um, uh, a lot of a uh, lot of forcing stuff down your throats though, you know. <laughs> um. Don't be a, l- fail. be a little Christian school. It's like, no, you do this. And you're like, yeah. but no. It's like, okay. like, I'm going to take what you're saying,
1: going to digest that. I'm not going to say what I'm saying right now because I know you're going to
0: come back at me. Exactly. Just think that I'm thinking like you, but in all reality, I'm not. Exactly. Not it's one of those where you're like, well, I have questions, so I'm just going to ask other people. Exactly. <laughs> These Instead are not of the you questions guys. that I'm trying to ask today. Oh, man. So, uh, like, what else? I mean, you're, you're big into video games. So, like, what what was, like, one of your video games, you know, you really liked growing up? Like, what was your what was your jam? Before I met Richard,
1: I love Mario. Um, I mean, as most people. And then I would try to do cartoon games. And it's, I'm kind of the same way. So there was Tom and Jerry games. There was, mm-hmm. um, I think there was an Adam Ant game. Uh, Stretch Armstrong, when he had a cartoon, I got that for Nintendo as well. And then when I met Richard was when... Uh, PlayStation came out. I finally got one, and he introduced me to imports. So, again, it reinforced that love. It was a final bout uh, for Dragon Ball GT. It mm-hmm. was uh, Gundam Battle Assault 1 and 2. And we just come go to each other's house, you know, pop the lid up, put the spring in, put the jack in the back. You have your uh, your disc, and then take that out, put the other one in, and you can play it. And you would think that I would have learned some Japanese, but I just know which button...
0: Yeah, which button to press. Yeah, does
1: which. And so... From cartoons and Mario to more anime-centric games. And then it's just like little stuff. Um, And I say little stuff. Just like things caught my eye. Like Zona Enders. I was at Blockbusters walking through and I was like going all the way through. Like, ooh, I want to do this. And then, oh, Bloody Roar. And, oh, this. And then I saw Zone of Enders. I was like, that's cool. That's another mech. So, let me go ahead and try that out. And then played the first one. And I was waiting so long for Blockbusters to get the second one. Or get it back from whoever rented it so I could play the next one. That that just took over and then I started looking, you know, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy, start looking anything that had a very unique cover, brute force, you know, like the big big muscle guy in the back, another guy and then two girls, like it was just a team of four people that you can play together, is it two, is it co op, is it just individual? And so those are the ones that kinda of grip me. Just not a whole bunch of triple it was a good mix of triple A titles and then like
0: kind of a game. lot of more indie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I want to say like my first like because I mean I had a Super Nintendo growing up, mm-hmm. and so like I like I played uh like RoboCop ver- like I didn't have oh, a lot of good yeah. games I had like RoboCop versus Terminator, uh Double Dragons versus mm. Ninja Toads, um, Yeah, Battletoads. or Battle Toads I got that too uh, yeah. I had the Lion King game hard as hell we did not handheld I I don't I don't know if you can beat that game mm. like. You, like, I've never. I, I don't know. It's to me, it's impossible. There's no ending. No, at all. Because like when you there's, and then you'll sometimes get like that weird level where you're like Pumbaa, and like mm, they're dropping yeah. things, and you're like, I don't know how I got here, but I did. And now, but I don't. And now I'm I'm stuck here. Exactly. And and, then and then this is no longer fun. This exactly. Like I'm done with this. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like I don't. I'm so confused. Like the farthest I got was like there were hyenas. And I think that was the farthest I've I think ever think we got to the same spot, and, and then, then I was then, like, "Dumb," because like it's you're like in a pit, and there's like three hyenas, and mm-hmm. you're just like, "What am I supposed to do? I can't jump on them because they mm-hmm. kill me. I can't stand because they'll, they'll kill, me. kill me. What am I supposed to do? I let roar? them kill you? Do I just let them kill me and then start all over? That's, That's the a, game. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was that was. I remember playing that with my cousin Joel, and like, dude, I don't, I, I don't like this game anymore. I don't yeah. want to play it anymore. Uh, they had a one for uh, God, what was it? Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin was was tough as well. Magic carpet ride,
0: no, lava coming up. You can't, you can't. I couldn't get past the magic carpet ride bit. It's just like, no, I can, I'm done. I'm st- I'm stuck here.
1: I just live vicariously through my friends that have they said they've beat it, but I've never
0: I've never witnessed it. Yeah, same. It's like, oh no, yeah, we beat uh, Lion King. Be like, no, you haven't. Hmm. There's no proof. There's no, no proof pe- anywhere that you've beat it. The <laughs> developers said this game is not finished, so
1: you're definitely lying. Yeah.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. Like, and then like, I had a I had an N64. Like, the only thing I really ever remember playing on it was, uh, Smash Brothers. Mm. Um. Had a PS2. Broke Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Um. Then I don't think I really played anything else on it. Then I got an Ooh. Xbox, and then that was you know Halo, Halo kind of yeah. started it, and that's where I was because like when I got a 360 and I was able to play on the Xbox Live, that's like. The majority of my video game, mm. like good. history, is playing Halo with my friends and playing asshole tactics. Mm. Where uh, <laughs> we would get five people and then we would go on a four v four. So one mm. of us would be on the other team, yeah. and I always because w- it was usually the last person to join. Yeah. And so I always wanted to join last so I could be that person. <laughs> and and the whenever side. there was uh whenever there was a vehicle, I was like, I get in the vehicle, mm-hmm. I drive over to one of my friends. They'd hop in the back, and I would drive them to my team. Because I can Same. see them on the radar, exactly. Yeah. So I'll be like, "All right, kill them." And then if they killed me, I'm just like, "Well, that's a team kill. You can't kill. You can't team kill. I'm gonna boot you." you know? <laughs> and Dude. just like, "Tell me, like, all right, guys, they're they're over here." Yeah, and you're just like, just, "Just come this Halo,
1: way." Halo was that unifier for everybody. There's so many things you could do. I I just got off on being a streak killer. I think that came into play. Like we had a jump force tournament recently, and mm-hmm. I killed Leon Streak, and then he came back to win the whole tournament. It's BS. But, like, uh, my cousin Josh, that's where he learned how to no scope and took that into Call of Duty and everything else he played. But I got the best kills, though. Was, like, I was horrible at sniping, but I sniped him close ra- range in the face. I- I'd kill him with pistols. I would stick him with uh, grenades, frag grenades, sticky grenades, like whatever it is. That-, that was my whole fun whenever I was playing with my friends. Like, eh, let me just mess up somebody's streak. Let
0: me just mess up what someone's doing. Just only go for that one person mm-hmm. who's got this trick. and be like, I know where he's at, I'm gonna go kill him. Exactly. See, mine was like, I was ter- I'm was i terrible at, you know, like, if it's against an AI, totally fine. I yeah. can beat the game on Legendary, it'll be great. Yeah. But A if it's... A yeah, real person. real person, because I don't know how they <laughs> think, I can't do that. Like, I'm so bad. So, the thing that I learned, I learned how to drive in Halo. Mm. That is where I learned how to do all of my driving. So, like... Whip out and hit him with the back. Oh, yeah. man. Just like... There would be, you know, levels where Brady would be on the back and he would get like 25, Mm -hmm. uh, 25 kills and I would just get 25 Wilmans and be like, zero Mm. kills, zero deaths, 25 Wilmans. So they'd be like, yeah, because i driving, I I know where I know what like the speed that we need to do to not flip. Mm. Like, use that brake all the time. Yes, yes,
1: yes. The Warthog is very, oh my goodness.
0: Like, and then that's the reason people flip is because they don't use that brake. I'm like, you gotta use that brake. When you're about to hit that thing, just brake just yep. a tad, you'll be fine. You you'll get... land right up. Dude. And so, like, I learned all the nuances, I mean that helped me in GTA. So, like, whenever oh, we did yeah. GTA, you'd be like, oh, well, I I'll just more driving. And so, I just did all the driving stuff. See? So, yeah, I, I, like, that's the type of stuff I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, there, you know, then there's like other stuff, like Fable, and you're just like, oh, yeah, man, that's a story. I got into thing. Fable
1: for a while, because I think I really got into Fable when I met my wife, because she is a Smash Bro champ, her and her sister, like that made me put the game down. But now in my later years I'm like, you know, if you want to play, we can just go in there. She's like, I'm I'm done, I'm retired. <laughs> but when we got into Fable, I was like, dude, I you know, gotta get we did Fable, Boulders Gate, back into Diablo, because I started Diablo on, on PC and then skipped ahead and went to Diablo three, straight on three sixty. Uh, and just got into that world. But Fable was one that was just <sighs> it it has its own life to it. It mm-hmm. makes you feel like it's a different game than anything that you ever played. And I think there's another one getting ready to come out. I didn't play the one for Connect,
0: but I thought it th- was I I don't know. I think that got scrapped because Oof. the whole studio Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That's like right. Xbox or Microsoft bought Lionhead mm-hmm. and then they just kind of like dissolved it. You're yeah. Done. Yeah, that's right. Cuz they they were making one. And no, then I was they were just like No, forget it. We're done. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, Well, that was during that craze when, like, everyone was like, okay, so it's going to be, like, four people versus a boss. Mm -hmm. That whole thing. And you're like, okay, I mean, that sounds all right, but, I mean, there's, like, 17 games like that. Exactly, And none of them have really (laughs) done anything, (laughs) except for that killer one uh, where it's, Mm -hmm. like, uh, Dead by Daylight, where it's, like, four people, Uh, and then there's, like, a killer, and they have to escape. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's, like, the only one that I know that's, like, Done anything, um, and then there's this new one that's like almost like Dead by Daylight, except it's like kids, like four kids, trapped in a school, and then like there's a killer mm, who's like I in have... the school, and they gotta like escape. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, that's the those are the only two that I know of that mm-hmm. have actually done anything because they had that big monster one that everyone was hyped on, and then just completely really died, crapped
1: out. Yeah. Dude.
0: So because mm. it's just it's it's too much for one person does like one person can't be the enemy you yeah, know yeah but i mean well no yeah it's just too hard <laughs> <sighs> yeah yeah um so so what type of comics so i mean i know uh spawn possibly yeah but uh a, a little bit of spawn
1: i started comics uh, at the uh we had this gas station down in Adarco called uh, uh god what well, they they changed the name I think it's the just like a quick stop, mm-hmm. and uh, they had little comics in there, and I had gotten some before, but Sonic the Hedgehog was one that I was definitely like Sonic's the reason I eat chili dogs today, <laughs> to this day, chili dogs were my favorite kind of dog, fully dressed, mustard, ketchup, but after that it was like why well, like fast characters, so the Flash, and then. You start looking like, okay, well there's other people that are fast but have other powers and that kinda drove me towards Superman. I watched the old black and white live action Superman. I watched the old cartoon but it still didn't really appeal to me until, you know, he got his like a new set of powers, which Superman does. The the original Superman was basically an everyday man Superman that like handled small crimes. Well this Superman is racing the flash now he's you know super fast he's, he can fly like super fast flying super fast running he's super strong and then that kind of led to batman and i was like oh okay another martial artist so let's start going down this this road and seeing who's, who's there but x-men have always been uh, really big with me um <clears throat> green lantern uh especially like i went from really being interested in how to John Stewart and that's a lot of it has to do with representation seeing mm-hmm. other characters like you and then once I got on John Stewart who was Static Shock even though most of his comics have fallen through they end up canceling for whatever reason yeah. which I feel like if you just get I always say that if you get the right person you can tell that sto- story of Virgil but I guess since they had Black Lightning they didn't really have to focus so much on a, a kid that has yeah, which which well.
0: sucks because, like, I loved that Static Shock TV series with Phil Lamar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and really when he good. was on, like, we talked about that, and I was like, dude, that was a good series. Oh, like, yeah. it didn't last as long as it should have. It should have, yeah. Like, because I, I think they only got, like, two or three seasons. Like, I that th- could have been, like, five or six, man. Yeah. If like, it was
1: three seasons, it was right after, like, Richie discovered he had powers and mm-hmm. he was helping Static, and they had, like, a little tiff, and
0: then it's just, like, gone from yeah, the face Yeah, the Yeah, and you're like, oh. Well, that kind of sucks, but I mean, uh, but I mean, it's it's on the DC uh, universe, universe thing deal. now. So, like, it's it's I put it in my little queue yeah. thing because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to rewatch Static Shock. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, there's <laughs> so much stuff to watch on there. Yeah, like I I am waiting for Young Justice to finish so we can do all of Young Justice again. <sighs> Stone has been telling me, and I'm that that show when that came out when
1: Young Justice came out it was. I don't, it was just so good uh, the artwork was good mm-hmm. the, the voice acting was good the story was good and then the, the double crosses and the turns Yeah. and then it's like dude this isn't like I don't even know it. maybe it was in the second season I was like this I don't know why I haven't said this before I thought of this but this isn't a, a, a cartoon for kids like there's a lot of adult themes in here like pregnancy and everything else so like why did they like and then that's like right around the time they canceled like why they cancel it there's so much that can be done here Yeah, but but yeah.
0: See it, like to me, it's one of those. Oh god, I hate that car so much.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Sounds like my car. And
0: what's worse, this will do nothing. Hmm. Just just a little
1: bit, yeah. All right. But yeah, I was I was kind of DC heavy for a while, and then. A lot of a lot of cartoons got me into more comics because I always knew of Spider-Man. I read his stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, it's okay, and needs swinging and everything else. But then the more that I saw, like, I think the first probably five episodes of the Spider-Man animated series, I was like, well, maybe I need to go back because it was, it was hard because my mom was a single mother, and she was leaving me in dark with my grandparents to come up to the city and work and then send money, and she'd come down on the weekends, and then when we she could afford an apartment, we moved up here. And I remember these conversations all the time. I was like, "Man, can I get this? Can I get that?" And it's like, you "No, not right now." And blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, Drew has it. Well, if if you want to be Drew, go over there and ask his parents if you can stay over with Drew, or you can do this because otherwise, you're gonna have to wait until you can get it." um So, uh Ninja Turtles was a, another one. Like, and I didn't get to read like I think I got to read two of those comics before Mom's like, "Hey." The, you don't need to read these. Yeah. blood and they're, stuff. they're a
0: little bit bloody, and that's when, which which I love the fact that you know everyone's like, yeah, Teenage mutant ninja turtles now are like you know these mm-hmm. goofball idiots. Yeah, but like it's back like then it was like, no, yeah, they no, kill. they they were they were ninja killers yeah.
1: guys. They stab people in the face, cut off arms, and then they go back and eat pizza with a giant rat in the sewers, and they love that life. That's their life. That's the life they want to be. Vigilantes around the city. Um, and she kind of replaced comics with action figures. So anybody that I hadn't seen, I'd get those action, action figures. And then, like, later on, they started doing, like, the dual action figure and comics. Mm-hmm. So it opened up even more into Doctor Strange. And, I mean, it just kind of, which I know is your favorite. Oh, yeah. I love Doctor
0: Strange. <laughs> uh, but When you know, I go to the gym, I run around like, <laughs> like this the st- entire time. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, sitting there dancing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: God. But, uh. But yeah, like uh, comics, it's it's that connective tissue because comics, th- like, there's not that many good video games. We had the '64 Superman game, which one, yeah. made me like maybe want to throw away my '64 because before then, on Sega, you had like a, a whole bunch of X Men. Um, I think there was Batman and Robin. Yeah, there was Batman yeah, and Robin. But there's just like uh, Spider Man had several games, and it kind of tied that thread a little bit like when they're not fighting crime or or how do they fight crime or different crime like what if we have like a big big villain what if this is a world threat or city crime and this has got different perspectives so it's like well I wish they'd do that in the video game then you're in the video game and like you're kind of limited with Sega but once you started getting up to PlayStation you're like man I wonder what else is going on and my mind always thinks in the background like if I'm doing something I have to have music on I have to have at least one other thing going mm-hmm. to make my workspace and my mind, like, very compartmental. So, when well, I'm thinking about reading the comics, I'm also thinking about the game and then thinking about what's happening in the animation or what could be happening out there for that character to give that character more growth and development. So, I got off of comics for a little bit, but went back to them very easily because it was it's just so liberating to read somebody else's creativity. And I think I really got real hardcore when uh, Greg Capullo and, and Scott Snyder started writing for Batman uh that I was like was that the detective comics one or was that the Bat- just the the the, the Batman the, run the, the Batman runs like the Court of Owls and, and Oh yeah yeah. Yeah and all that and I even bought my my father-in-law I, the whole deal of Court of Owls I was like man I've been waiting for this and I was like hey I got you your birthday's coming up I'll get you the 75th anniversary but then that I was like man what other stories have I not read since I've been off and and just going back and rereading like um, Hush, which I keep telling Richard to read. I was like, it's a He's good- not read Hush? No. Bro.
0: Richard has tell a plum- him, Tell him Josh said to, and he'll be like who? But tell him that Josh <laughs> said that he needs to read Hush because D C announced that it's coming out this year, or yep. at least part one is, and I'm like
1: And it's gonna be so I was dumb. like they like the quarter Owls showed me a different side of Batman, but it showed me like a different art with Batman. He wasn't as big, he was more uh, kind of like what they did with Goku and Vegeta when they hit Mode—the Slim and kind of like a streamlined, athletic uh, build. But the main deal that helps him is not only his intelligence, but his ability to be flexible and, and mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just speaks to more of Batman's adaptability. But I was like, to think of this deal that's been here, the city that Batman has thought that he's known this whole time, he knows nothing really about it because there's a secret society that's been still controlling the city behind his back and under his nose that's a great storyline one
0: one would think that the richest man ever would have like they would at least have tried to like recruit him Cru- previously yeah, at some point in time yeah. but it, obviously <laughs>
1: they didn't so it makes it makes it seem like you've been missing out on what makes your city the city itself. And so that's got to have you feeling like you're out of touch and that's got to crumble your thought process for what you've been doing this whole time. And then he does kind of goes to that place where he kind of breaks and he has to, has to recoup. So I was like, that's phenomenal. And that got me into year one and, and some of the other ones that Scott Snyder have been writing for. Um, and just traversing around DC again, because Marvel, I'm more, Excited about like Camilla Khan doing the the Miss Marvel and, mm-hmm. and some of the some of the newer generation, if you will, more so than some of the backstories. I still think that the characters that I grew up in love with have great character devices where they can build. But I want to see what's coming now because that creativity with long existing characters—they have so much history. It's not—it's hard to re kind of invent. That character, But it's not that hard because you know what their strengths and weaknesses are. But with these new characters, what's going to be their staple? How are they going to be received? And and then just a lot more diversity. Even with Carol Dan- Danvers, I was talking to somebody about uh, the pseudoconic run. Uh, and then even got my wife on. I was like, I'm not even going to tell you anything about it. If you want to read it, this is where you can read it. Because we saw Captain Marvel. And she loved it. I was like, this is better than the previous stuff and we'll go into the previous her,
0: stuff. her Mohawk and her Mohawk years and yeah. all yeah. that stuff. When she got killed by rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: was like, I can't, <laughs> I was like, if I said, Carol Danvers is, is reeked with havoc and like sexual manipulation and all this other stuff that that we don't want to address and talk about. But I said, this starts it off at a, at a base place where I feel confident this character can fluctuate either way and still be very dynamic in tone. Um, but grab your attention. I try to get stuff that interests her. Cause I just now got my wife hard. I say in, hardcore into, into the comics. In, she's, she's like lukewarm into the comics, but anime, like there was a time where she was like, I don't want to watch this. And I don't want to watch dragon ball Z because of this. And I was like, you do know you, the, the anime that you like to watch is shonen, So it's, it, I mean, you, you're within that realm, you little boy woman, <laughs> you, you love this stuff. <laughs> And so now she's dabbling more into that, and then I think because I've made some good suggestions for her, she's dabbling more into comics, but I have to just, like, leave them on the table for her, and then she pick pick it up whenever you want. Like, I think leaving our room on top of her jewelry box is uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. It's just sitting there on top of her sweatpants, so whenever she wants to read it... It's just sitting there, just like, mm-hmm.
0: she yeah. can just come and take it.
1: It was on the bed, like, two days ago, and I was like, no, because... She gets disrespectful sometimes. The dogs jump up there, they'll tear this deal up. So let's put it up here. So every time you walk out of the bedroom, you can it's like right there, it's right there in your face. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so, so what do you think about the um, the whole you know, Mar- like Disney's take on the Marvel movies? Because we didn't really talk about it too much when you had me on, because we yeah. were talking about trash movie, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So, so what do what do you really think about like mm. these type of movies? or the the way that they're the way that they're going and then we'll kind of go into the whole fox bit okay so
1: first part is i love the fact that we're getting stuff off the pages in live action because i always wonder how are they going to make this character feel like the character in the comics and then how are they going to make it look it's going to be campy and have the suit but when iron man came out i was like dude i love the suit i love the armor They keep it very subtle, tones aren't too bright, I think this works well, and then give him that attitude. Um, And then some of the the, the changes that are very happy, I would like more of, like, dire straits. Like, I know Thanos was our biggest deal. Yeah,
0: that's the problem that I have with these movies. Like, there's never a point when any of our characters are ever in danger. Yeah. Whereas like on the DC movies, you're like, oh, gonna no, yeah, die. they're going to kill somebody now. <laughs> it's yeah. like, they killed Superman. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, I mean, kind of knew he was going to die, but, you know. Yeah, like-, like,
1: somebody's going to die in these films. We know that, but Marvel's like, ah, we won't. I wish they would change that because I think it would add more depth to, ki- like, Captain America transforming to Nomad. That was cool because you see even his, he's there to fight the good fight, but his demeanor changed. If you had more high risk stakes for him to actually contemplate that gives you the reality of Steve Roger I think this latest run those out and we talked about it a couple episodes ago he's contemplating being Captain America he's like I've been the Captain I've been Captain America I've been Nomad but how can I say that I represent the people if I oppose the government that I'm supposed to be with and it's like if they brought that into the Marvel Universe with the uh, Sokovia Accord uh, I think it would have gave it a little bit more depth instead of making it you know, you're not my friend because you didn't stop
0: your friend from killing my parents.
1: Yeah. Type see,
0: I, I wish they would have done... See, my problem is, too, like, they, they almost take, like, a really light approach mm-hmm. to everything. Like, the beginning of... uh, uh Oh, shoot. Uh, what? Age the, uh, oh, sh uh oh, dang it. <laughs> uh... The the first the first like uh the God, I hate it. The first event what which uh, one? There's... The the one the one where they're uh what's it called when they're divided Civil War. Jeez God. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it took forever. Um so spoilers for a comic book that came out like ten to fifteen years ago. Um <laughs> so I I like the beginning of that of of Civil War when it's like showing these like these cool new young superheroes yeah. and like they're filming like this reality show and be like, we're going to go get this guy. And this other guy's like, uh, no. And yeah. then he ends up blowing up and blowing up a school bus and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, that would have been a cool way to start yeah. because then you could have, you know, done something where like, all oh, right, Some of these superheroes, we, they do need to be kind of reined in. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the whole point of yeah. civil war. It's yeah. like, yeah, these kids weren't, you know, they were just regulated. They scene, were yeah. just doing whatever they wanted yeah. to. Or these, these superheroes just were just super doing victims, whatever yeah. they wanted to, and it caused a bunch of people to die. Um so stuff like that does need to kind of be regulated. But what they did in like in Civil War were like, Oh, they blow up an apartment and you're yeah. like Well, that was literally an accident. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no the you could look it. at you could look at the tape. I mean, yeah, and then they go like, "Well, this happened
1: in Age of Ultron, or well, the previous film. This happened here. This happened there." And it's like, "Yeah, there's, I mean, we, because that was one of the first things. Like, they didn't cause that. Nobody else could have handled that. So, the the collateral damage that you have from that. Why not police these other people? Like, we know this is our uh, top ten... Criminals list that are on the world on the verge of like world disasters, or they cause so much trouble, whether it's uh, economical or whatever. These are threats. These are the ones that we actually need to to watch out for. It's like we're not doing any of that. And then again, Marvel's biggest threat is Tony Stark himself. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. Uh, but just like going through that, it's like it would have had more impact. Again, like you said, going back to that because those kids, they were just. The, school they were just going to school man. and there's so Boom. many of them that died and that whole conversation between tony and that mother because she's like yeah my my son was in that building and then i think some wakandans got killed as well which drew back which, black panther yeah. in um and then there was a second attack that actually killed his father but it's like if you give at depth like what happened like collateral damage for adults she's like okay they were driving they were doing this there's nowhere around it but with the kids and families that are here because you have negligent superhero superheroes that just want to like I know the manager wanted to boost ratings but they want to make a name for themselves going yeah. after a, yeah, that's something that needs to be addressed. And because, going
0: after a dude who had like PTSD too. Yeah. Um and who sense. who is volatile in itself in himself and I'm mm-hmm. just like, Yeah. Maybe y'all should have paid a little bit of attention there, but And then even with the
1: uh, the deal between uh, the Punisher when they bring him into mm-hmm. the underground and he kills and Cap's like, This is why we can't trust him and he gets super pissed and the Punisher is like, you know, I'm this is what you guys yeah, set you, out to you do. Yeah, you hired
0: me to do this. Like yeah. this is what I'm here for. And then he
1: has like a moment where he's like breaking in his heart because he idolizes Steve Rogers, then there's so much stuff that goes back and forth with him. Those dynamics, I think, would actually transform the MCU into, like, a mega comic, almost conglomerate, because you would get every aspect of it. It wouldn't be complete doom and gloom, but there are stakes. There are people that are anti-heroes. You do have heroes. You do have villains. And we need to make sure that we get the line straight so people know, you know, what to do. And even, like, um, I think they just did Doom Patrol. Yeah. And I was like, that's... Doom patrol is cool uh to to go around and think about that asp- and I think there was one with um Alan Tudyk that got canceled uh and he was Batman he was like a Wayne he was Wayne's cousin Bruce Wayne's cousin hmm. and he had a company as well uh I can't remember the name of the show cuz it wasn't a, it was now I'm blanking yeah but to, to show like the repercussions of what happens, which kinda went into Spider Man homecoming. Mm-hmm. They're picking up all the the sh- shrapnel and scrap and the alien tech. Like show what happens to the everyday man based off of what's going on. Show what happens why these stakes are so high for the comic book character. Show why each individual on this planet no matter if they have abilities or not needs to be worried about what's happening that draws you in as a crowd and I think that make it so much more compelling so these 22 films cohesively have a tone like this is why we have these heroes because the threat reaches out everywhere now Spider-Man was doing some giving a lady her purse getting a bike but then he had to step up and do the vulture and that that was I think I think they need more. I think they need to pull from the comics a little bit more so than Disney yeah. trying to.
0: They'll see they're they're, they're trying to they're they're trying to make you know popcorn movies mm-hmm. and movies that are going to appeal to a lot of people to make a lot of money, yeah. which is smart. I mean, mm-hmm. financially, yeah, you're doing the right thing. But I mean, as comic book movies, I don't feel like they're comic book movies. Whereas like DC takes the mm-hmm. complete opposite approach. They're like, yeah. we're going to make a comic book movie for comic book fans, and then other people can see it too. Mm. That's basically what they do. Yeah. And I'm like, I I kinda dig that approach a little bit more. I mean, do they make questionable decisions? Yes, yeah. they do. Uh um, I still want to see it. Yeah. Exactly. Like Shazam. I'm like, if I'm gonna go see any Captain Marvel film, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see Shazam, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because, like I and I don't but I, I don't like what they're doing with uh like going back in the past type of thing. Like for Captain America that works. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, well, his whole thing is he was from started. The yeah. Frozen. But, I mean, like, you could have done Captain Marvel, you could have made it 2016. Yeah. You, know, you didn't have to make it 1994 and yeah. then and shove Sam, a bunch of, you know, Blockbuster and Radio Shack <laughs> references on everybody's throats.
1: And Sam Jackson, didn't he? It was like a completely different person. Like, it's like, yeah, I know people change over the course of time, but it's, Well, he lost
0: an eye, and that, like, took mm-hmm. all of his personality away. Yeah,
1: true. Chew- oh, well, it wasn't Chewy in the film, it was, uh, um, goose. Yeah, goose was the cat instead of Chewy. Yeah, he lost his eye, and then didn't want to tell anybody how it happened. I was like, that I could understand that you get black eye. I'm like, oh, you, I'm not gonna confirm or deny that I was hit or I was kicked, but something happened. Yeah, it's like but,
0: I know. fell down the stairs and hit a doorknob. Is that how that? <laughs> how's that how it goes? She didn't hit me again. <laughs> oh man, like like stuff like that. I'm just like. But I mean Shazam. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go see Shazam because yeah. it's also like that's a comic book type of thing. I mm-hmm. mean, like the whole, you know, you know, just like story of yeah, it's a 14 year old kid who, you know, finds this creepy finds, old man finds, and puts <laughs> puts a cape on and it's yeah. like just Shazam and boom, he becomes the superhero. It's like what kid doesn't want to be a superhero, especially yeah.
1: when you know. And Levi portrays him correct. Like he's excited about having powers. Mm-hmm. Because he's not an adult. And, like, how would you handle that? Because every kid wanted to have superpowers. Reading comics or playing a game or watching anime, They wanted to be that character. So how would they handle that if they were able to have this adult body? Uh, And then I think that uh, I was kind of pissed because I was looking at Warren. I was like, oh, I want to go up to the balcony. But I think Shazam's in 4D here in Oklahoma now. So I want to go and see it that way. Hmm. Because I don't know how they could.
0: Well, I I heard the Warren's, like, gone downhill since... And Regal. So,
1: yeah. Regal's point system is bullshit. Like, oh, you want a small popcorn? 10,000 points. Like, you only get 10,000 points by watching 100 movies. Like, okay, or you want this t-shirt? It's 150,000 points.
0: Like, that makes no sense. That's why I do AMC. Like, I just go to this yeah. one right here. Um, cuz I mean, it's like 5 minutes away. Um, plus it's like I go there and like if I watch like 3 movies, I'm going to get $5. Yeah. So then I'll be like, all right. So then I can get like a free drink or a free popcorn or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Um, so I mean, yeah, I that's why I I do that. But he, I, I I was listening to uh, an episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast and mm-hmm. they had Zachary Levi on, yeah. and he was talking and he was he sounds so genuine about this movie. Oh yeah, um, he's he's stoked about it. And like he was talking, and he's like, yeah, it's kind of like big, but there's never been a time. Like, in, in any of these type of, like, a kid becomes, like, like 13 going on 30 or big or something like yeah. that, where your kid and your adult exist in the same right. universe. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. in one scene he can be kid, next scene he can be adult, yeah. Yeah. and then vice versa. He's like, that's what makes it cool. And I'm, I was sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, if I was on the fence about wanting to watch Shazam, I listening to him talk about it. Shazam it would push you over in. the yeah. edge. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a fun one. If uh, you guys don't think you want to go shoot Shazam, uh, go listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast with uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Yeah, go check that. Old Chucky. Did you see they're doing a Chucky remake? No, I don't like Chucky. See, that that uh. was <laughs> – Chucky was the reason I don't like horror movies. Because I saw I that when that. I was maybe about four. And I used to have in my closet a big, huge cardboard box full of stuffed animals. hmm And so he's sitting there
1: lurking, isn't he?
0: Well, no. There was a, uh, and it's also kind of the same reason why I don't like Sesame Street because (laughs) I don't know why, but there was a big Grover puppet, like Uh, full size Grover, like in Mm -hmm. the, in that box, and he just, and he was just like there, and like I'll be, I was digging uh, for a toy one day, and then there was this big Grover, and it scared the crap out of me because like it was just like an arm, so I pulled the arm, and then like his mouth is open and his eyes are all big, and I'm like, nope. So, I can get that. Like, yeah. Chucky
1: scared me because I, my cousin was babysitting me. And she's like, yeah, hey, you want to watch this movie? It's about a doll. And she knew. She knew it was a horror film. See, that's mean. Dude, I was in the kitchen. Like, I remember she's was watching me my mom and I think my aunt or my grandma or somebody. Because we used to live in uh, the house all together. And they were coming back. Like, what are you doing? I, I might have even been crying in the in the... Kitchen, I was like, Vanessa turned on this scary movie, and it's this doll, he's gonna get me. And I had like a shit ton of toys everywhere. So, the next thing I know, like, my aunt was uh, she's in the military, I think she was in Mississippi or something. And she came, they were moving up here to Oklahoma or moving back, and she brought a Chucky doll. She's like, Yeah, everybody's in, and they had this whole run of Chucky dolls. Dude, I threw that some bitch away. <laughs> I threw him in the trash. I fucking punched him in the face. I was burn doing all it, kinds of stuff. Just yeah, like, bury it outside. Exactly. Like burn
0: it, bury the ashes, and then pee on it. It's just but like, I don't want any done. of this.
1: But, like, after that, like, at growing, like, it didn't turn me off of Scary Movies because I was still on Hellraiser and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's just, like, the doll was, like, not that far from my height, and it's like, no. Because you think, like, oh, adults, they're slow. Like, the only one that's fast is, is Michael Myers, <laughs> yeah. and he can he can walk speed walk whatever but I was like I can get away from the rest of these deals somehow but Chuck he's like right there with me and he's supposed to be your best friend I hated that but then yes, when I started going out uh, just dating like oh well scary movies that's a good way to get a girl to lean up on you Bam. oh I got you you know you okay don't worry about it so that changed around <laughs> and then me and my wife love sor- uh, horror and sci-fi because I fell in love
0: with aliens and like see like that type of stuff like sci-fi horror I can do but like if it's, like, demons and shit, like, I can't do Ugh, demons. Dude. Like, Paranormal Activity?
1: Cause, like, you get this feel, like this, like, on edge feeling. Yeah, you're just like,
0: yeah. well, that I can't stop. I can't, mm-hmm. like, if the, if it's, like, a zombie, it's, like, it's going to be one of those slow, stupid zombies. I can, like, I could I could be okay. If it's a killer, I could possibly we, do something, yeah. get away from a Jason type of thing. But the devil and the demon. Exactly. If it's an invisible demon that can yeah. possess me when, I, when yeah. I'm asleep... No, yeah, I'm done. I'm like, done.
1: I'm out of it. Yeah, it's I can't. I can't Dude, do. Yeah, I can't do again. I know. I know. Like aliens.
0: Like I saw Ripley. She puts that thing in. you follow the is Yeah, it's fine. You can get away from the aliens.
1: I know but, Supernatural is <sighs> is ending after this 15th season, but just sleep with rock salt on your body. Oh yeah, a cross on your forehead and get a, get some tattoos. Uh,
0: <laughs> I did. I did the whole thing because I I watched the I watched Supernatural forever. Mm-hmm. Um. They when they went into like the new house or whatever when they were redoing somebody bought their old yeah. house and mm-hmm. they were like do the whole lemon thing you put a lemon out and you do that. it was like when I came whenever He's, I came to this apartment I was like did the same lemon thing. I was like Doo, do, do let it do its thing and yeah. it didn't like rot or anything like that It was like so okay here. no evil demons we're yeah. all right that I, I some some superstitions are just there for play but that like yeah I do have ahead. a thing I do have a thing of Morton salt that is unopened See? that is in there because I'm just like. I don't even use it. I use the I use the, I use the little uh, little salt grinder thing. Yeah. But I have a whole thing of Morton's salt there up there. And I'm like, if it comes, circle around myself. I'm okay. Yeah. Around the around the windows and everything, we'll be fine.
1: That's why we have three dogs. We're just gonna salt them up on their backs. Let them run around the
0: house. <laughs> like you can't get anywhere. You can't cross these lines. We're good. Like, like when I saw Paranormal <laughs> Activity, like I went to I couldn't sleep at the oh. house by myself. So I was like, nope, I've gotta go to a friends. So he let me sleep with uh, his cat and his rosary. So I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm okay now, because like the cat demon would yeah. be like, get a cat, and mm-hmm. it won't come to me. And I got the thing, so I mean, the yeah, oh, last line dude. of defense. I'll be okay.
1: <laughs> dude, I don't. Dude, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin any like <laughs> rosary stuff. But if you watch some of these new ones, oh yeah, like, no, yeah, it means nothing. Oh, yeah. It means nothing. They're like, this is a nice trinket, and this yeah. tear it up in front of you. You're like. There's nothing I can do.
0: Or the cool ones, like when they're when they're holding a cross and then like the cross just explodes and you're like, well, how'd that happen? Well, yeah, it's like I that, I didn't read about this,
1: I didn't see this on any other movies. It worked in The Exorcist, so what am I not doing right here? Oh,
0: exactly. Man. I'm blowing up. Nice. Oh, because Funimation be tweeting stuff. Ooh, Funimation. Uh, oh. They put the fun in the animation. They do. They do. Uh, but... You should be watching everybody. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah, I, and, and I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do, like, with, since Disney has now acquired Fox, I'm interested to see what God, they're going to do geez, I with I can't the believe X-Men. they approve that. It's, I can't. It's, it's, it's a, it's a stupid monopoly now. It's, yeah. it's stupid big.
1: I think we're gonna hit on some of it today because i know that like gambit is scrapped kitty pride is scrapped but there's still something like they because everybody loves deadpool they're still gonna do deadpool i think X- but are Force. they are
0: they gonna keep deadpool are
1: they said they would but we know how like because again they marvel got rid of james gunn and he went over and said well i'm doing suicide squad too and now they're like hey Come back. back over here. So what now wondering, I'm wondering, like, so is he still doing Suicide Squad
0: 2? Yeah, he's I'm doing like, both. So he's he's double he's double directing. Double okay, dipping, that's yeah. cool.
1: He lives in both worlds. And then they did, he he didn't even direct it, but he did something with that Burn Bright. Did you see that trailer? It's like the
0: yeah. I saw the trailer. I didn't yeah. know what the heck that was. It looked cool, but yeah. I was like, what are, what are you doing with kid? this type of thing?" Yeah. So I think that may have been like a, "Oh, hey, guess what? You kicked me out." Yeah, I guess exactly. So I'm do it's this, and then I'm gonna go do this with DC. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. If I was, if I was Disney, I'd be like, no, yeah, you're coming back over here. Yeah, like yeah. they, they love the money. They want the money, and then exactly. with everything that they've acquired. Yeah, I mean, now, I don't know how many people were gonna leave. I mean, Batista said he was gone, but like, who else would have? I heard
1: the whole cast was up in a roar, and I know Pratt and Batista were like, "Yeah, I'm done." If he doesn't come back, or if he doesn't, if we don't at least use his script, that's what
0: it was. Yeah, that's when they said they were going to use the script at least. Mm -hmm. But then. And now they're like, like, oh no, he's he's coming back. So something probably happened, and they were like, yeah, no. Like, we're going to use the script, but he's still not coming back. And then I'm sure somebody was, somebody, or at least a few people were like, yeah, we're not doing it then.
1: And I like like what they've said so far, because I think King Shark is on this new roster um, of the Suicide Squad. And then since Will has another. uh, prior uh, engagement, Idris Elba steps yeah, in. Yeah, that's going to so be good. So I was good. like, dude, like, he is, he is doing something. See, I, see, it's
0: one of those, like, I don't know if he had a, another engagement or if he just didn't want to do it again. I think it may have been that like, he just didn't want to do it again. I don't want to say that about, oh, Big Willie style. He's got to bring it back. Well, see, like, but my thing was, like, I uh, like Will Smith, but still, I'm I, at the same time, it's like yeah. he, he he's getting older now. He's got to think about his legacy, Yeah, and I don't but think, like, if he could go back and not do You're probably not he would totally He'd probably not like do.
1: I'll do a dead shot like standalone yeah. but I don't wanna do Which
0: I mean and that was the my problem with Suicide Squad it wasn't a Suicide Squad movie, it was a dead shot and Harley, Harley Quinn movie, Quinn movie yeah. with the Joker there for some for, reason. And yeah, that was for, that was the movie and own. now
1: that Joker is apparently dead. We're not gonna see Yeah, I guess beginning Joaquin scrapped.
0: now. Yeah, is that still going on? Like, what's that's going still on with going, that thing? That's
1: coming. I think that's coming out in October. But I think it? it's a stand, because like, uh, that's going to be a standalone, just like the Batman's a standalone. Like, they're all in the same universe, but they're standalones. So even though we're getting this Batman, uh, the next one for whatever, you know, Justice League team up could be a different one. Yeah,
0: I don't, so. I don't like what they're doing with Wonder Woman, though. That's also kind of. Yeah, they're they're gonna put her in the '80s, and I'm like, 1984, yeah. But
1: why? The Invisible Jet. That's why she needs okay. to have the, <laughs> the Invisible Jet. Who is gonna give her an Invisible uh, Jet? <laughs> uh, Batman. What's okay, so who
0: is, is, is she ga- is she gonna meet with any other superheroes in 1984? Who's a superhero she could Booster Gold? Like who's she, who's she <laughs> gonna get? with I'm really hoping Booster Gold uh, is in this Shazam movie. I yeah, really want nice. there to be a Booster Gold. Like at the very end of the movie. This dude just, like, Terminator's in, and he's like, oh, man, Mm -hmm. where am I now? And then, you know, like, Shazam's just, like, sitting there with, like, a big gulp, like, uh... Yeah, Yeah. you know, that would be fantastic. DC, there's still time. There's still time. There's Cast somebody cool as Booster Gold. I don't know who you'd be cast as Booster Gold. (laughs) I wouldn't either, like... I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, so hold up, hold up, hold up. So you got Zachary Levi as Shazam, John Krasinski as Booster Gold. (laughs) They're since they yeah. the, people get him confused all the time. Mm-hmm. Just put John Krasinski. It's like booster why gold. is he
1: now Booster Gold? But that would that would work. 'Cause I was getting I was getting ready to lean towards uh, I saw an article about something. It was it was Hollywood celebrity stuff, so I really didn't pay attention to it, but it was a Zach Efron. I was like, he could come in and be a goofy booster gold.
0: Oh, he's he's gonna be Fred in That's right, in, yeah, in yeah, Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo, yeah. And who's and uh, Amy Daphne. Ansel? Is that her I think name? so. Something along those lines. Amy something, yeah. Yeah. Amy She'll Schumer Daphne.
1: as Daphne. Yeah, Amy. She's pregnant now. She is. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's got a new Amy comedy Schumer. special. Like Amy. I Schumer saw. Grown.
0: I saw. I saw the. I saw the grown thing. Yeah. I didn't know she was pregnant or anything. I was just like, all right, cool. Put I mean, that it in, could be, be a that fake that belly. Thing. It
1: worked on Arrested Development. So yeah. You never know. You never know. But yeah, I think DC like get the Flash. Whatever you want to do, if you want to do Flashpoint, if you want to do something else, get that Flash film taken care of. Get a nice director because I feel like. Uh, Birds of Prey is going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the way that they're talking about... The, the... Vixen one, too, that they're doing. Oh, the dude, I'm ready for that. Or
0: sirens or whatever they're calling it. Dude. That, that'll that be good.
1: That's going to be... like this, The female films and the, the, the girl gang films, I think are going to do really well because you get to ex- expose different sides. You get to show more than one female aspect. Like Wonder Woman, she goes from you know kind of being held back by... Themiscarians because they don't know, you know, what's going to happen. They don't want her out because it will lead to this. And then she has to find her own confidence and she figures out she inspires people. Well, if you have a cast of three or four different women, they all have different personalities, kind of like they did with uh, Ocean's 8. Everyone's there for a different reason, but they show you a different um, type of woman in today's society. And they can show you a different type of woman as a superhero because they're going to have to deal with, that much more of being a superhero and having to save lives and risk their lives. Mm -hmm. So I think those are going to be more compelling because we've always got stories about males coming in and saving the day and they're supposed to be strong. And then so the inverse of it, we show them at a weaker state, do they get upset? Do they cry? Do they do this? But we've had that story told thousands and thousands and thousands of times. So let's change it up and get some of these films in, which when you think about it, it's like, well, I don't want like another big cast, big ensemble, but it works in the in the directive that the dynamics switch from conversation to conversation, whether they're in a, a single or both of them are in the same frame or it's a battle or whatever. You get these different aspects that really right now, I think we're getting like the best version of those either animated in anime or animated in whatever DC is putting out. Mm hmm.
0: So yeah i mean I, I got high hopes for it um is there is uh before before we kind of end yeah um anything uh any big uh anime or anything that you're watching right now yeah yeah you eating that academia type of thing because everybody's <laughs> Dude, I love, love everybody's my like hero. losing their minds over that yeah they're getting ready to come out they got a winter film
1: coming out for my hero academia again uh which I love uh but really i this it just captured me. I never thought I would be into another card game type anime. Oh since God. like what, what are you Yugio in? Chihara in? Furu. So she's chi, chi, Chihara, Furu? Chihara Furu is uh, uh it's Karuta, which is a card game, and basically it's um s- Surrounding a hundred poems So these hundred poems And I love history in its essence Uh, When I was doing uh, a lot more martial arts stuff We'd have the Korean side and the Japanese Like the Okinawan side And we'd learn the history behind the katas and the meaning. So each one of these cards has a verse of a poem Um, And there's different parts You have your official readers which sing Or or recite the the, uh, first verse And once they start the second verse You have to pick out The card that goes with it. Mm. So they're reading the verse and you have to pick it out but it's you and an opponent. We both set our cards up differently and we have 15 minutes to memorize every card in the field and it's basically reaction and reflexes and the girl is Chihaya and she is kind of overshadowed. Her sister's real beautiful. She's a model at a young age so her parents don't really take notice of her but she finds Karuta by um, this kid that he just transferred You know, the out-of-town kid, transfer, doesn't have friends, he's kind of quiet. They end up playing. It's the
0: beginning to every show, Joe. Exactly, yeah.
1: yeah. They end up playing at his house, and her goal, he's so good at that young age, her goal is just to take one card. And when she takes it, you know, he he notices that her hearing, because instead of having the actual reader there, they use a tape, her hearing led to her, uh, I guess she's kind of talented. And so I've watched, I was only supposed to watch the first four episodes. I'm like episode 17 in season two, and they're coming out with the third one. But that one kind of captured me because there's so much hard work, uh, physically and mentally, that goes into it. It just reminds me of any type of sport that I've played. And it kind of gets me interested. Like when I was watching Go, I want to play that. And then chess and checkers. So it's one of those that, that has a lot of, for me, a rewatchability to see what they're pinpointing on because it's like, oh, I just need to touch the corner. And, oh, I can do this wide, or I need to block this way. And there's, like, so many finite aspects. It's like, that's just like fighting. Somebody comes up with a back fist. There's, like, several different ways. I could just raise my arm. It, if we're really fighting to wrap around, I could break their arm. I could trip them. Or I could just block here, extend my back fist there. I could just sidestep. I could duck underneath with a hook or a smash. Or, there's so many possibilities for one move. It makes you kind of elevate your thinking a little bit but then you also have to go back to being simplistic and listen to your instincts and so i love that back and forth you have a guy that was super intelligent didn't want to play the game found value in it a girl that likes traditional aspects like why are you guys not wearing your traditional garb like we should still be representing the entirety of this game because these poems represent different times and different stories throughout history mainly based around love Mm -hmm. so it's just really i didn't think i was going (laughs) to get sucked into it I, every night I'm underneath the covers
0: trying to turn the sound
1: down so I don't wake up my wife like oh yeah she hired a food room
0: yeah I mean like I'm I'm just doing the you know I finished the love death and robots yeah I yeah. gotta get on that because I did, you, I did that thing told me about the nakedness in there oh my goodness so. it's like whoo. <laughs> Lord of mercy. I get the vapors when I watch that movie. The, the vapors. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, we also have a uh, friend of the show, uh Christina Not, not Christina. Uh yeah, Christina Wynn. Uh she actually her new webcomic uh on webtoon uh is now available. Um it was one of those she was getting featured, so she had probably like maybe like fifteen chapters. Yeah. And so whenever they get featured they have to pull those chapters gotcha. and then, you know, go in up the art, do a mm. little bit more work on it, make it all nice and pretty, mm-hmm. and then they release them. Yeah. Um, and Cape of Spirits is now available. So okay. everybody go read Cape of Spirits. Cape of Spirits. Um, and Maddie Ince, her, her, wonderful, uh, her wonderful comic, should be coming out any time again. And then mm-hmm. Sherrod Jackson, creator of Darby. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have his uh, – we've recorded an episode with him, and we're going to put that on um, – right before his season three starts okay uh he's he's cool dude he's got he's it's a it's a web comic about dinosaurs yeah and they are (laughs) it is very violent oh i love uh and uh the dinosaurs are they swear and it's beautiful there we go it's it's fantastic the last Um, time that i loved dinosaurs was probably like
1: uh, I was going to say Dinobots, but
0: Beast Wars. Beast Wars?
1: Yeah. Dude, Megatron or yeah. was a T Rex, and then you had the Raptor. What was it? Ra- the uh, raptor, raptor,
0: dude. I forgot the. Ra- I don't remember the Raptor guy's he name. Size. He sides. Yeah, like, he was like, ah. I'm going to be over here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm really an Autobot. Or mm-hmm. am I a Decepticon? <laughs> exactly. And then there was that White Tiger who was just like, Yeah, <laughs> I'm not it. on anybody's side. I just live in the wilderness with my other tigers. <laughs> hey,
1: sometimes you just got to be out on your own and don't get tangled up in what Optimus and Megatron are
0: in. Yeah, just like. Yeah, these two stupid idiots doing <laughs> stuff. We just crash landed, and I'm a tiger now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, we had the Toy Story four trailer drop. That was, dude. Like, don't don't. You're starting to
1: break my heart because Woody's like, "There's another world out here, besides I have a. There's another purpose. I could have my own purpose. I'm like, dude. That's that's a huge revelation for somebody that's been in
0: service to mm-hmm. somebody else forever. My uh, my only problem is like. He's gonna go back to the little girl. Yeah. That's my that's my only problem. I'm like, it's I would sure love buddy. for him to just be like, you know what? Yeah, screw the kid. I want to. Well, maybe not screw the kid, but no, like, we're gonna say look. Screw He's that. He's like, kid. screw that kid. I'm out. Uh, but no, like, he, he kind of like, you know, I would love for him to like look over and be like, you know what? She's taken care of. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Bo. Yeah. But it's not gonna happen. And that's the part. If it does happen, if it does happen, I would be mind. very surprised. Yeah. Um, I will punch my wife. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't punch her. I might. I'll I mean, punch my a... wife. I'll marry someone. I'll punch her and I'll be hey. like, "Hey, I'll punch my wife <laughs> and my
1: three dogs." If Woody <laughs> takes up on his own and has his own life, oh god! It's a promise.
0: It's a promise. It's a promise. They will not know what's coming. <laughs> no, ne- you just never be know. sitting in the theater. It'll happen, and you just be Bow. on the ground, and be like, "Oh dang!" And then um, when,
1: when we get home, <laughs> Chewie, Kylo, and Vader, you're getting <laughs> yeah. some too.
0: Oh man, uh, no, yeah. See, it's like it's one of those like I would love for that to happen. Yeah. Obviously, it won't. Um, and I don't know what the heck's going on with Frozen 2. Um, I, um, I, I still I haven't know.
1: seen Frozen 1 yet, but that looks super dark. The trailer that they showed, I was like, dude, she's she's trying to run up the waves. It feels like to kill somebody. Like I think she's got oh, yeah, some she, unfinished she, she, she's business.
0: Like, yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like... It, it's the same thing that's really happened with the Toy Story movies. Mm-hmm. And it feels the same thing that the way that uh, Incredibles 2 was as well. It's like the first two movies... The first movie definitely a kids movie. Second mm-hmm. movie, you can argue kids movie. Yeah. Third and fourth movie, these are not kids movies. No, not anymore. These are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Incredibles. Incredibles one, kids movie. Incredibles two, I'm like, maybe the parts with Jack Jack, but that was about yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Nothing <laughs> else about that is a kids movie. Fighting that raccoon, that was the, yeah. That that was, that was it. That was the kid yeah. movie uh, moment. And then when he's with uh, the one little small black haired lady. Oh yeah, yeah, The, the designer yeah, chick, yeah, yeah. and he's like mimicking her. Like mm-hmm. that; those are your two kid parts the of the movie. The rest like of it like is mind just control like, and yeah, that's and... none of that is people. She tried to kill people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's not really. So I don't, I don't know. Like same same with Frozen. Like Frozen one, kids movie. Mm-hmm. Frozen two. I'm like, like, I don't it. think they're gonna do kids here. I don't think this is gonna be for chitlins. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what I really don't know what they're playing at. Yeah, but I mean we'll see it for the show. Mm-hmm. So. It'd yeah, be nice because no I, I was
1: like, I need to go ahead and catch up on it because I hear the song. Like, uh, I had two students, and I know Mackenzie was the older, has her little sister Sophia that love the uh, the the Frozen song, and Mackenzie's like, I am getting tired of it. I was like, we we all are, Mackenzie. We <laughs> know this song by heart now because of your sister Sophia. So hopefully, they make it into a kids' movie. But
0: yeah, see, it's one of those, like <sighs> I don't I don't know what's up with it. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Disney. Oh well.
1: Well, so Elijah, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, oh, thank you for having me. It was uh it was uh, I finally got around to sending you that message was like, dude, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to come on the show. I've been doing push-ups, jumping jacks, I've been eating ramen every single day.
0: Uh, and I've been not doing not any doing of that. those. Yeah. I've been maybe doing the ramen, from... maybe the ramen, but then that's better. The... Where are you getting your ramen? Are you Oh, like... Tomashi, man. Yeah, I am and like if a I and it, if I do have to be a scrub. Yeah. Like I'll get I'll get like a I'll get like a thing of ramen. But then I'll go and buy, like, the ramen broth at mm. Sprouts, and then I'll there put the broth, go. and I'll make my own, yes. and be like, yeah. Because, like, is... I, just, I don't use those packets anymore. Just, like, yeah, it's, it's no like, way. full of – it's just salt. Yeah, so, I'm, like, the broth, That's it's just like, there you go. I'll just put – just use a little bit of the broth. And what's really cool is, like, okay, so pro tip, everyone, pro tip. This is this is a good way to make ramen. So, uh, learn this from Alton Brown. Mm. So, you get to uh, put some ramen in a foil, so it's just – Bit of ramen. Yeah. Then you put about uh, half a cup, or it's either a cup or a cup and a half, uh, of the broth in there. Mm. And you can usually just use chicken broth or whatever, but I use the ramen broth. Mm. And then it's like, take some shrimp, put some shrimp in there. You can put some onions in there. Mm. Put some peppers in there. And then just kind of hold it up. up. Put it in the oven for about five minutes. Mm. It steams it. Gets everything. Take it out. Pour it in a bowl. Delicious. Done. Yes. It's... It's fantastic. It's like, wow, this is a thousand times better than Anything any of the you. homemade ramen that I've ever <laughs> made. But no, yeah, I'll go to Tamashi. Yeah. Like,
1: like on a drop of a dime. Yeah. I'll go over there, get me a keizo, garlic fried rice, Japanese curry, tonkatsu, Is the, is Is ramen. the
0: Japanese curry good? Dude, yes. Is it? Yes. Okay, because like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have it too. over at this one have, or the, uh, the one, the Midtown one. They took it off. Uh, I think it's – is it just at the Edmund one now? I don't know because last time we went, which was about – what we went like two weeks ago and they still had Karage. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe because like, the last time I went was the My Hero Academia night.
1: Oh, yeah. We went after
0: that, yeah. They and had, it was oh, – see, it wasn't on the menu. Maybe they – Maybe they just took it off for that night. Maybe, yeah. And they were just like, we're just going to do – because they were pushing a lot of the My Hero stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe they just took it off. There's some Karage, uh, spritz lime on it.
1: And like the Karage, the Japanese curry that they bring you is the rice curry – Rage, and then I just throw the other one with the lime in there and mix it all
0: up, dude. Dude, that sudan, like mm. that that house sauce with that truffle mayo that they put on there. It's like you can bring me extra truffle mayo. I'll just put more of that Beautiful. truffle mayo just in there. Just mix it all up. Mm. It's dude. it's unhealthy. It's okay. Like, I mean, no, it's unhealthy. How much I love it. Oh, like, okay. Like, say, like you can give ain't... me like five five of these like large portions, <laughs> and I'll just like pour it all over my face, like bathe in it. Oh. Like I'll just I'll just oh, live in that. It's, Oh, it's so freaking good. I would say
1: that's disrespectful, but that shit is (laughs)
0: good. Right. Oh, man. So uh, where can everybody find you, man?
1: Uh, If you go to blackinstudios.com, you can find all of my podcasts there. Um, Simple way, (laughs) I say the simple way, Instagram, it's all spelled out, Elijah underscore five underscore thousand. And then Facebook, it's Elijah... I think it's Elijah 5000 Bailey and you can find me there and it has like any podcasts to come out, uh, any events or things I'm doing my list. Like I was like Friday, I was like, okay, this is the list I need to do. I need to stream today. I'm a stream Saturday. Uh, I got an eight o'clock show for a little bit of anime and then I'll be on anime station 10 o'clock then 11 and then the Elijah Bailey show at two. So you can find all my stuff there. Um, if you want to follow the shows, just type in like the Elijah Bailey show, a little bit of anime or superpower movie podcasts, And Google or Yahoo, and it'll pull up any social media that we're at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It'll pull it all up for you.
0: Nice. And we'll put all of those in the show notes. So if you want to find a quick link to it. Just click on the show notes. We'll put all those links there so you can just click on them and take you right there. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast and Twitter at Animate Podcast. Uh, We also have the Facebook and the Tumblr group Animation Station Podcast. Um, Don't really use those for any reason. Just because they're there mm-hmm. so you know um but we're also available on itunes stitcher podbean google play anywhere that you can download a podcast and on our website animationstationpodcast.com thanks so much man let's let's go do Thank seven deadly sins next <laughs> yes let's do, that. let's do it all right so for the animation station podcast i'm josh i'm elijah bailey bye everybody see you